Welcome back to The Dad Chronicle. This is episode 10. I'm your host. I'm Alex Albisu. Um, This is a podcast for dads uh, about fatherhood, about some funny stuff our kids do. And uh, I have a very special guest with me today. This is Omar. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, good, Omar. <laughs> Omar and I um, met because we uh, we used to work together, and we've been in yep. touch ever since, and uh, I consider you a good friend of mine. So. Oh, shucks. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, thanks for being on the Same show. Here. It's my pleasure. Yeah so, yeah, so tell the world a little bit about you. So um, I'm the father of two boys, mm-hmm. uh, Owen and Aiden. They are 11 and 8, um, so turning 11, actually, this month. Uh Wow. So, man, you're getting close to those teenage years. I know. I know. I know. It's creeping up on me, and they're starting to show like certain aspects of being like, well, whatever. It's like, oh, okay. All right. So, we're getting there. Yeah. And they've got their own kind of cool thing going on that you kind of try to be a part of sometimes. And it's, it, feels like i don't understand what they're doing so i'm Mm -hmm. getting there so it's great definitely yeah i'm that hip dad who's no longer cool in (laughs) any way Um, but in your mind you know you have that like they have uh, no idea how cool i was yeah at one point yeah no so that happens i think to most parents like eventually you get to that stage where you're like man i wish i knew how cool i was yeah and and it's not gonna happen (laughs) it's really not gonna happen yeah my uh uh, quick shot to my dad. My dad used to like, uh, he was, you know, I always looked at him as kind of like an old guy, you know, he plays around on his computers, works in his room, whatever. Mm-hmm. Turn to come to find out that when he was younger, he was like a DJ in London clubs, like in really? clubs, he was DJing, like it was a big deal. I had no idea. Yeah. That's I thought my cool. parents were the, like the squarest people in the world that were like, man, you guys have no idea what skateboarding's about. This is what all cool things are <laughs> And so, yeah, I, I, I I think that kind of is the same thing that's going on now. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. No, that's funny. Well, we'll we'll definitely um I, I definitely want to talk to you about your relationship with your kids and and your father. Um you also are the owner of uh Escape from Herndon. Yes, yes and, I am. Um and so it's a really cool thing that you've done. You've uh you've gone out on your own here and yep. um well, and with with James, I guess, and and you've <clears throat> yeah. started your own business. Is that, is uh, entrepreneurship been a big part of your life it's well now it is yeah yeah so uh my wife was always into entrepreneurship see she had like a uh, bakery where she would make natural treats for dogs right when we met cool. um like early on so she's been doing a bunch of stuff and uh, i've always been in the sales world mm-hmm. uh like where we met yeah and then uh, my stepbrother a while back he invited me to go play an escape room he said uh, i was trying to talk him into doing a business and he said no come play this tell me if you like this we should open up one up in northern virginia so i did and we did and it was fantastic i loved it so mm-hmm. we went ahead and opened it up that was uh, november of i don't know what year are we in 2007 so yeah. 2015 yeah and then uh i went ahead and started it there in august of that 2016 i quit my job I've been doing this full time. Yeah, and for almost a year now. Isn't that wow, crazy, that's, man? That's bananas. It's wild. Yeah, it's well, it's all my day now. So yeah. it's cool. And it, it's worth it. It totally is. I mean, we we have people come in and they're laughing and cheering, and I know exactly where they are in the game at this point. Mm-hmm. So when I hear the laughter and the cheering come through the doors, it's totally worth it. It's, it's totally so much fun. It. Yeah. Now, um what what is an escape room for people maybe who haven't heard of it before so what you do in an escape room is essentially you and your friends go into one of these themed rooms Mm -hmm. and you have 60 minutes to solve riddles puzzles and tasks all ultimately leading you toward an objective 
every room is going to have a different theme and objective depending on what you go into. And the thing about the escape room, it's not about your ability to solve those puzzles and riddles. It's about being able to do it in the time that you have. And mm -hmm. 60 minutes when you're in those rooms just flies by. It does. So it's really cool. Like it gives you an opportunity to use different parts of your brain, get away from your screens, interact with the people around you and just kind of work together as a team. Mm -hmm. I love them. I, I can't stop playing them. I agree. I think they're totally fun. So so again, Omar's with Escape Room Herndon, and um, he has taken that sort of leap into the entrepreneurial world. Yeah. And it's been really rewarding for him. And it's also pretty cool to have a dad who, who <laughs> has a job like this. Yeah, no, the kids love it. So yeah. they get to come in and like occasionally they'll be like, I just want to come to the Escape Room and watch people play. So they get to come in into a control room and they'll watch people doing things and they'll have questions. Mm -hmm. And then every time we have an escape room, they want to play immediately. As soon as we're ready to test, they want to jump in and do it. Yeah. Um, I was with my uh, family in Ireland just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and while we were out in Dublin, we went ahead and played an escape room. It was mm -hmm. just the four of us. It was so much fun. Because really? the kids were totally into it and they're running around grabbing things. They're like, is, does this mean something? I was like, no, no, that's trash. <laughs> does this mean something? I was like, yeah, that might mean something. So it was co totally cool playing it as a family and they dug it. Yeah. So it was fun. So what are, um, do the boys each have like a certain strength that, you notice like in those rooms, like maybe Owen does something specific and Aiden does something else that is yeah, helpful. I think o Owen has the longer attention span. So he's totally into it. And yeah. Aiden's just waiting. He's like, I found a hole and I'm waiting for you guys to tell me what to do with this thing here. So, uh, and Owen will be searching around the room trying to figure out what's different about stuff. And he'll mm -hmm. point out like this wallpaper doesn't match that wallpaper. And it's like, okay, well that's, that might be something. It probably isn't, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's totally into that stuff and it kind of matches their personality. It's mm -hmm. like, um, I, I think as parents, sometimes we try to put personalities on the kids like, mm -hmm. Oh, my son is this way. And the other one is that way, mm -hmm. but they totally switch it up on you so many times. It's really hard to pigeonhole like which one's the athletic son and which one's the smart one or anything like that. I think yeah. it's, it's better to kind of let them just be themselves. And that's the way they kind of are. You know, they, they've got different characteristics that are different than the other one. But they switch it up on me all the time, so it's hard to tell who's doing what at that time. That's funny. Yeah, so you talk about personality. I mean, what are each of your boys like? And, and maybe where do you see that um, resemblance in you and your wife or or maybe even something completely yeah. different? So Aiden's the athletic one. and oh, No. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, they like, uh, so if I were to put it more into, like, a, kind of a sport, let's uh, – analyze their different aspects so mm -hmm. intellectually they're both very curious they're curious about different kinds of things though mm -hmm. aiden is totally into nature and is curious about nature and things like that and owen's into nature but he's also into academics too so like stuff like math he finds interesting both of them uh as far as sports they like playing him mm -hmm. but aiden will totally dig a sport where it's just him like swimming running anything where he doesn't have to play with other people he oh really loves it yeah really that's like, funny he does like the parkour type stuff and like gym like you know like he's always in the playground jumping around and climbing on things cool owen totally wants to play with other kids he wants to play basketball baseball football anything mm -hmm. where he's playing with teammates and having a good time that's cool yeah it's it's fun I mean, as a parent, it's fun to see them kind of do those different things and mm -hmm. the things that they shine in. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I see your boys and it's a it's weird to see how literally like 50 50 they are of you and your wife. <laughs> like yeah. j just the way that they look. Honest to God, it's it's like 
true 50 50 yeah do you think that one looks more like i mean this is coming from an outsider do you think that one i totally like think they take from their mom way you do more than, oh yeah yeah really i mean like like they've got hairy arms and legs so i know where that comes from <laughs> Oh god, that's funny. But I mean, facially, hair, all that stuff. I think it's totally like they look so much more like uh, Melissa. Owen looks a little bit like me when I was young. Yeah, but I think that's Aiden what I was totally thinking too. Like yeah, yeah, like I think I think uh, there's something about Owen that looks like you. I can't really play, just yeah. I could tell that he's your son. So his uh, his young picture, like when he was like five and stuff, looks like my dad when he was five. And really, it looks like me when I was five. Yeah, really. So it's. Like you can put them all next to each other, and you can just tell because one of them is like an old picture, and the other one isn't. Right. But other than that, we looked very similar. Now you um, tell tell the folks at home about your heritage. You know, you talk about your dad and uh, yeah. and such. So and so, yeah. So share yeah. That. So uh, both my parents are Turkish. I was born in Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Uh, came here when I was five, and um, have that dual citizenship because my mom was born in the U.S. Because her grandmother was like, well, you're going to get a U.S. passport. So we flew over to America. She was born here, and then they flew back to Turkey. Oh, wow. So I got that dual citizenship going for a while. Um, So, yeah, I was born there, raised there until I was five. And then I used to go back every single summer until uh, I think it was like sophomore year of high school or something like that. Mm -hmm. So for like 10 years straight, I would spend my summers in Turkey and then the school year in the U.S. So are you you're fluent? I'm uh, what they call Tarzan Turkish. So, Tarzan Turkish. Or village Turkish. So uh, my Turkish is, uh, I have like a five-year-old's reading level, <laughs> but I can speak in a very, like if you never went to school uh-huh. and then you just picked up English because you walked around here, that's yeah. the kind of Turkish I have. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. So you can get along there. It's oh yeah. Just... I can totally understand everybody. And I just talk like a villager. Okay, that's kind of how I am with yeah. with uh, Spanish. So my, yeah. you know, my dad is from Cuba. I think I've talked about it on the show, and um, so I have enough to like hear people talking. And as I'm like, you know, uh, walking down the street, I can tell when somebody is staring at my wife's butt <laughs> and talking about it, or um, you know, and then be able to give them kind of a look. Uh, but when I am able to. Uh, I'm able to have some conversation, like very, very like segmented, you know, kind of Spanglish. Yeah, totally the same. Yeah, it's I think uh, so. I don't have a very um, I don't visually look very Turkish when I'm over there. Everyone thinks I'm a tourist when I'm here. Everyone's like, yeah, you kind of look like, you know, like you're from here. Yeah. Um, So when I used to break out the Turkish in Turkey, it would throw people off. They would always speak Turkish around me, assuming I didn't understand so that I could just like. Like when we go to the Grand Bazaar, uh-huh. you just break out some Turkish and like, whoa, 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 hold on. Let me show you the good stuff. So, yeah, I would do that when I was there. Oh, that's funny. And, yeah. and, and both of your parents are in Istanbul now? Uh, no, they live up here. They live here. Okay. Yeah, I don't have uh, – my grandmother used to live out there, but mm-hmm. um, we don't have any family out there anymore. Yeah, so so tell me about your father. Uh, So my dad – like when I was young, it was very much like he was working all the time and mm-hmm. um, we were – we didn't really do too much together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of the things that when I was, uh, you know, as a young dad, mm-hmm. it, I think at least for myself, I came up with all these things that I was going to do differently than my dad did. And when you're kind of a starting out like that, or when I was starting out like that, I had all these ideological ideas of, okay, I'm going to go to every single thing that he does and I'm going to be there all the time. And I'm going to be supportive. 
um, as if my dad wasn't. Mm -hmm. But it was just kind of a hindsight thing of what you remember from your childhood because you don't remember everything your parents did when mm -hmm. you were that age. Oh, yeah. Um, so looking at it now, I think back like, wow, I must have given you guys such a hard time when I was like five or two. Mm -hmm. And I totally didn't appreciate it as a kid. But as a father now, I'm like, I totally get it. I'm yeah. sorry. First <laughs> off, um, yeah. my bad. Uh, you guys were awesome. I realized what you did. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like, I took all your cool away. So you guys were cool people, and then I came along, and you never slept again, and now we, we have this. And, and now your kids did the same to you. Yeah, they totally did the same to me, and that's where I, I understood what I had done to my parents, right. if you will. But right. I think um, when when me and Melissa had uh, Owen, uh, we were still in our late 20s, and we were the first of our entire crew to get kids, for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we would still go to house parties and we'd be bringing Owen along in the, in the car seat. It was mm -hmm. like, Hey, we'll just put him down in the corner. We're going to hang out with everybody. We're just cool. Like you guys still. And no, no, I, I think it was like maybe one party we went to at our friend's house and we looked at each other. We're like, what the, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. It's like, we should go back home, take advantage of the sleep, go mm -hmm. to sleep. We can't hang with these people anymore. Eventually they're going to understand. Yeah. And at first, they totally didn't get it either. They're like, dude, just get a babysitter. Come hang out with us. Let's go downtown. We're going to go to the clubs. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't really I don't, work that way. I don't want to. I just want I want a comfortable bed right now. That's the only thing I want in my life. It's so funny. Like I, I hear about people going out and spending time out at, at these places until 2 or 3 a.m. I'm like, yeah. God, I'm like getting up at that time to feed Aria. I don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah, no. no. I don't want to. And, and like I just – even before Aria, like I just – I don't know. Dan and I were just like, yeah, we just kind of want to go to bed at 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I find like, uh, I'm looking forward to playing overwatch tonight. That's my big night. It was like, go. I can't wait. I'm going to stay up till 12 o'clock and play overwatch video games. And nice. I'm going to go to sleep and wake up at a reasonable time. Yes. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Now. So yeah, it's, it was one of the things that we realized or I realized uh, mm. about my parents and what they had gone through. So it's hard for me to say what my relationship was like with my dad early on mm -hmm. because I was unappreciative at the time. Yeah. And so and it's I, hard to be it's hard to really get the picture until you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. It totally is. And then once you're in it, it's like too late to be like, oh, my, sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> damage is done, son. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damage is yeah. done. So so what sort of. I mean, traits, uh, maybe different things. Have you noticed that maybe you do with your kids that your father did with you? Um, you know, I try to, I try to get them to, uh, play like mechanically with things, you know, like let's take things apart. Mm -hmm. Let's try to build stuff. Let's, Mr. Uh, Escape Room here, yeah. building gadgets and stuff. That's yeah. your job. Let's me let's mess with electricity. You know, low voltage <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. Uh, just to get their minds curious and, I mean, now they probably read, well, I don't read, so it's hard to say they read more than me, but they definitely read more than me. I mean, yeah. Owen's like, I'm reading the Harry Potter books. I was like, are you really? He's like, no, 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 I did. I nice. was like, oh, you're like, you're done? He's like, yeah. I was like, wow. I was like, I thought about doing that at one time, but then the movies were out and it's so much easier. I know the movies. Are, yeah. God. And I get the gist of it, yeah. so I kind of get it. But yeah, so things like that. Um, I. I've seen they've got those traits of where uh, they're actually going well beyond what I thought I was going to do mm -hmm. for them. Early on, I was like, all right, we're going to get Legos and we're going to build these things. And I love Legos, so we're going to build some Legos. Mm -hmm. And now Owen's making like uh, ships. 
and Aiden's making like a rebel base out of Lego. Cool. So I was like, um, I can make this car. How about my car? Does my car fit into your theme? It's like, so, so they've gotten well beyond me and all the things that I tried to be geeky with them about. It's so, kind of I mean, what sort of, I mean, you're, you and I are both generally pretty geeky guys. And, I tend to think so, yeah. and so what, what sort of things do they appreciate that maybe you have introduced to them? Uh, we play some board games now. They okay. like playing board games at dinner. Now they'll just, one of them will just go and grab a board game and bring mm-hmm. it to the table and we'll play a board game while we're eating. Oh really? That's cool. Yeah. What sort of games? <laughs> um, just simple things like Monopoly, uh, like little card games like Dragonwood, and there's uh, what is it? The Sleeping Queens, things like that. These are just simple card games that kind of introduce some of the things. I tried to get them to play like Ticket to Ride and uh, uh, Pandemic, oh, and we got like cool. one game through it, and they're like. Eh, not, not quite yet. Not, not too too much. Too much too soon. Yeah. Give them another like five years and then introduce them to Settlers of Catan and see if it goes from yeah. there. Yeah, right. You know? I, I've been looking at it and I was like, we should try it. We don't. Oh, it's, it's such a good game. Well, yeah, but again, I'm going to scare them off. But not, not, not right <laughs> no, now. It's a not a good much. game. <laughs> but yeah, things like that. Um, it, it's been fun to do with them. Uh, I was thinking um, early on, one of the really cool things for me mm-hmm. was to go through all the old stuff I used to watch and the movies and watch them over again with them. Once they were old yeah. enough, like wait until you get that star Wars experience. I know. Again. Yes. Oh God. I can't wait. <laughs> and I will warn you, don't do it too early. Cause you're going to say they're five. They're smart enough. They're going to get it. <laughs> and then Darth Vader is going to be like, Luke, I am your father. And they're going to get a blank stare. And it's going to be like, damn, I should have waited a couple more years. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally worth the wait then. Oh, yeah. it, you totally, need to. Because you're going to want that uh, that Empire moment. Yeah. And if you do it too early, it's going to be oh, man, lost. I, I love the videos of the kids watching yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah. think we put that in the Geek 30 Happy Hour community or something. And I was talking about how I can't wait for like Ari to see that. I mean, what what do you think is a good age for people? You know, this is funny. This is like the conversation about like when do you talk to kids about Santa Claus, which is real, <laughs> by the way, everybody. It's real. Santa Claus is real. But, you know. Yeah. When, when does the Darth Vader conversation happen? I mean, you can start. I think you introduce it early on and then you just wait until they can really understand the allure. But it's too it's still early enough that they haven't heard from their friends. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you have to like you have to do it so it's still your secret to tell them. Like mm-hmm. Santa Claus. Like Santa Claus yeah. and the Tooth Fairy and like Yeah, you want to keep it so it's still your secret, but at the same time there're going to be other people out there who are going to have kids mm-hmm. and they're going to be like, "Well, you're going to watch this movie when you're early." Yeah. Oh no, I've I, I am making it a point that Arya is watching Star Wars with me and I am going to introduce that yeah. to yeah. her. Oh, it's the best. And you we watched it um I think it's called the uh, Hatchet uh, hatchet sequence. Oh, I think that's what it's called. Oh, so is it four, five, six, two, th- two something three? like that? Where you start and then you go, you go like uh, four. F- no, you skip four. You do five, and then you go one, two, and then you go up to f- I think six, and then back to three. Something like that. Oh, Where you really? Yeah. So oh, you're you're good. starting with like you introduce who um Anakin is. And, oh, okay, okay. And then okay. you go back, and then you show the beginning of it interesting it's something like okay, that it's i don't okay. remember what it, it is anymore but i showed it to him totally lost on him he could have cared less <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that is that is that very w- meta you <laughs> yeah. know you talk about like a 10 year old's attention span 
there is zero interest in something no, like that. No, it's totally like it was like, no, you got to pay attention to the story and the politics. The politics are important. It's like, no, it's, it's like, <laughs> important, yeah. important Senate scenes in the prequels. OK, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. other things that we did. Um, so we watched G.I. Joe just recently. Actually. Okay. I tried to introduce in the G.I. Joe like the I, cartoon. Or oh, yeah, the, yeah. The cartoon. OK. Like from the, the 80s. Because it's on like, movie. no, no. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, G.I. Joe is really bad. Like if you watch it, it's so bad. It's, bad. it's it's not the way I remember it. So we were plowing through a few of them, and then we got to a point where like they're like they never hit anybody. It's like <laughs> it's like I don't get it. So oh, man, that made me cough. Yeah, there 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 are things like that, and then we also watch Goonies because I love Goonies. Oh, That's and, a movie I could watch every single day. Yeah, they say shit like twenty times in that. They do. Oh my God, you'll never remember it. But yes, every five minutes they do. So, so were your boys like? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, really? really? They picked up on it real Did quick. They? I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So things like that, I've really enjoyed being able to do with them as they get older, sharing mm-hmm. things with them like Indiana Jones and mm-hmm. things like that, telling them that there's only three, there is no crystal skull. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So like little things like that, I introduced them to comics just recently. Uh-huh. So because um, now that they're reading, I showed them some comics. And I'm I'm showing them my old comic collection. Yeah, and they're like, "Cool, can I read it?" It's like, "No, no, you can't. Just, just leave it in the <laughs> leave it in the folder." And here with daddy's you... <laughs> supervision, like with dad standing there, like watching you turn the pages. Yeah, maybe? here's some tweezers. Just... Yeah, for real. Yeah. Now it's it's been uh, it's been cool sharing some of the things that I was really into with them. Right. And then they pick up their own things and they start mm-hmm. making these own things that they're really into. Like I was never into. I know. I know. I was never into Pokemon. <laughs> well, to be fair, you were probably. I was like, a little older when Pokemon yeah. was really big, but how, they're into it now. And they're like. They, how old were you when Pokemon became a thing? Oh, uh, 20? Okay. Maybe? Yeah, I don't that, know. That's significantly older than I was yeah. when, uh, when Pokemon became a thing. Yeah, I was to like. To begin with. So I was in college when the internet. St- well, when people were using the internet for gaming. Okay. So my, like freshman year they were like hey doom came out you can play this over the landline yeah it's like oh wow so that's what we did in my freshman year to date myself a little bit yeah there you go yeah very nice yeah so but yeah stuff like that they're into pokemon they have like they buy all these packs and they're like dad look what i got i was like yeah. i have no idea what you're showing me. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like get excited with the holographic charizards or anything right i'm just like oh no just, this one's shiny <laughs> Look, look, I got an energy bar. It's like, Dad, like, no, those aren't good. Those aren't good, Dad. Come on, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, so what does – I like to ask my guests this. What, what does fatherhood mean to you? Uh, so, you know, it's it's a mixed bag. So it's it's awesome and amazing. It's really hard. There's no booklet for how to be a good dad, mm-hmm. which, like – there's so many different ways you could look at it. Like, do you want to be uh, a dad who's involved in everything? Mm-hmm. That's great. But then you're always in your kid's business too. You never give them any time. You're like, well, I want to be a dad who's always there. That means something different. Yeah. So like nobody tells you that. You mm-hmm. don't know what's being there and what isn't. Eventually, I think you kind of grow into it a little bit. Fatherhood for me has just been kind of an adventure. Just kind of figuring out how to live with these other humans who rely on me, mm-hmm. develop from me, learn from me, and teach me new things at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard, it's tiring, it's funny, it's adventurous, and it makes me do things that I normally probably wouldn't do as yeah. well. Like, like what? Like, you know, like we're 
hiking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, little things. Just little things like that. Like, let's go... Like, we went to Ireland, and they wanted to go hiking. Right. So I was like, all right, let's 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 do this. Let's go off the beaten path, and let's go w- climb up a mountain, and then back mm-hmm. down it, because that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But it, that's that, what, I, I agree. No, I'm not arguing with you there. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so I was like, all right, so that that's just one of the little basic things. Right. 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 And uh, what would you tell fathers you know including myself i i'm a new dad here i've got you know aria upstairs who you met for the first yeah. time she's um gonna be a, a month old um coming up this week as That's, we're about to doesn't it just fly by it's weird it's like, like how, how the did hell this happen? this happen we just got here yeah, from the like, hospital how the hell is, what's and she's getting bigger and she's funny she's in the stage of of just she could sleep through anything and everything but as soon as the sound stops yeah. she goes ballistic like she and she's very clingy right now and there was uh we were over at deanna's parents house they're they're getting their kitchen redone and and they uh had to go somewhere so they asked us you know because i'm on paternity leave right now deanna is you know on maternity leave so we went over to their house and and hung out there while the workers were going at it these people were tearing up um flooring they were taking crowbars to their um to their like island and like tearing stuff out she didn't notice no, she was standing. She was sitting in the corner in her like in her car seat, uh-huh. passed out. Yeah. And the construction people stopped, and then all of a sudden she woke up and started crying. <laughs> and like the, the head construction guy looked at her, he's like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> like, we were like, "I know, right? This is crazy." So we we constantly have like music on and stuff in the background just to kind of yeah. keep her like you know same noise it's, going on it's yeah. funny she's she's like definitely of this generation she's got to be stimulated <laughs> you know <laughs> but like you know i'm a new dad here I'm, I'm figuring things out like you said um what what sort of advice would you give to 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 fathers mm. new and old out there sure so for for yourself first off don't worry about doing it right Mm-hmm. There is no right. And anyone who tells you how to raise their kid isn't entirely sure themselves. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to pass on some sort of wisdom that they have from what they experienced. Sure. But it's just kind of like um, like telling somebody who doesn't have a kid mm-hmm. what it's like to have a kid is impossible. They'll yeah. never understand until they actually have a kid. Like people, I'm sure, told you, you're not going to get a lot of sleep. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there before. No, it's totally it's different totally than what different. you go through. Yeah. And when you try to explain that to someone who doesn't have it, you're like, no, I haven't slept. Like, I mean, I haven't. It's like, no, I've I've gone out too. I know what it's like. It's like, no, you have no, no you idea. don't even know. So don't worry about um, getting advice from other people. Just understand that they're trying to help you in a way of kind of bestowing what they've learned and in mm-hmm. a way kind of nostalgically living through that. Yeah. Cause you know, most of the people who are giving advice are long time parents uh-huh. who don't have kids anymore, like little yeah. kids. So they're just c- trying to kind of, you know, uh, live through some of that advice with you. So just kind of take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. And also don't worry about messing up because if you don't mess up, you're not really doing parenting. That's true. Just mess up all the time. Just don't break her. <laughs> that, that's fair. As long as you don't break something. And yeah. even if you do break something, like even if a bone breaks, they heal so quickly. They're yeah. meant to survive. Yeah. So don't worry about doing everything right. Don't worry about limiting yourselves or suffering through parenthood. Mm-hmm. Just kind of embrace it. Enjoy it. Fail. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier when you mess up. Um, if you except that you're going to mess up. Yeah. That's really good stuff. I think that that is um really sage advice because 
you know, if you if you live life as a worried helicopter parent, it's hard yeah. to uh, take take kind of a second to actually enjoy what you're experiencing. Yeah, I mean, you know? I think it's enough pressure as it is to be a parent. You don't yeah, need, sure. You, need, yep. you don't need additional parent uh, pressure on yourself that. So don't make any additional pressure. Yeah. Also, um, take the night shifts and game. Yeah, that's what I actually. Well, so Arya's actually been very good um, sleep wise yeah. lately. Like I, I think I was telling you before the show, she she slept like six or seven hours the other night, uh-huh. and uh, she started out sleeping in her room lately. Like kind of like, oh my god, this is different. This is weird. I, and I know that's all going to change. I was talking to somebody about it today. They were like, "Oh, just wait. She's gonna like." Yeah, it's the honeymoon. Yeah, stage. yeah, yeah. She's yeah. gonna flip, and it's gonna it's gonna be different. Um, I I purposely stay up a little bit longer just so that I can try to be ready for like whenever that first night feeding yeah. happens, and so I stay up a little late, hang out here in the studio, play some games, maybe do some streaming online, and um, and that's a good use of my time. I let Deanna kind of go to bed early. Yeah. So when uh, when we started out um, again, I'd mentioned we were trying to kind of hold on to that old life that we yeah. had. Uh, an analogy I use, and this is going to date me a little bit, is like the movie Jacob's Ladder, which very few people have probably seen at this point. Essentially, the guy dies, and then he the entire movie he's fighting against the fact that he's dead. So everything is chaos and cr- uh, crazy around him mm-hmm. until he accepts that fate, and then he moves on to heaven. Everything gets blissful and it's great, and that's how mm-hmm. the movie ends. That way, that's like parenting. Because <laughs> you die? Or what, <laughs> yeah. what were you saying? No. So if you still struggle to hold on to that old life and try to do everything the way you did before you became a parent, it's mm-hmm. going to be really hard. It's going to be chaotic. There's going to be chaos around you. If you embrace parenthood, then suddenly everything gets melancholy. It's a lot easier. You move and flow with the rhythm a lot better. So early on, we were fighting against that. Near the uh, When Owen was getting a little bit older, mm-hmm. I totally embraced that fact and started taking the evening. So we had this thing where we would strap, um, I don't even know what they're called anymore, but they're like a kangaroo pouch that you wear. Yeah. So I put Owen in the kangaroo pouch, tell Melissa, you go to sleep. I've got the evening. Mm -hmm. I get in my gaming chair and I just stay up and play Call of Duty for like five hours. And then she wakes up well rested and I'm a hero. (laughs) <laughs> she's like thank you so much i was like my pleasure and You're the kid welcome. And, and the kid has slept through grenades yeah, he, going yeah, he's off sleeping and... on my chest the entire time i'm rocking back and forth in my gaming chair i saw so many movies during that time oh really because yeah she what was go- what was like your go-to like did you watch tv shows or was it just mostly movies no it was just mostly movies i would watch every uh, i'm sure i watched like little trouble in uh or big trouble in little chinatown oh really just because <laughs> And it was like, it was all the movies I'd seen before, but I'd just sit back and relax. And like, he's on my chest, I'm patting him and I'm watching movies till like 4am in the morning. Yeah. Things I'd normally get in trouble for as an adult. Yeah, right. Yeah. But then once my wife wakes up, I'm like a superhuman hero that let her have the entire night. And yeah. she's like, now you go sleep. I was like, this was amazing. Yeah. So that was one of the things that I picked up on early on that worked. There, there's some tips. Take the evenings, play games, and wake up a hero. Yeah, because it's also keeping your sanity. You know, I think about um, just how trying it is to your patience to deal oh, yeah. with uh, like an inconsolable baby. Um, you know, so- sometimes taking time to do something that you enjoy. And, you know, you can take care of the kid at the same time. I mean, really, in this phase, they're they're sleeping a lot, so you yeah. can take advantage of that and kind of have your own time. 
um, that helps with the mental situation of dealing yeah. with kids. Yeah, yeah, no, they're inconsolable. Is that's a great word for it? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're like, I don't know what you want. Yeah, okay, I've gone through the checklist. Dirty diaper change. You're fed. You've been burped. Like, why are you still crying? Yeah, just sleep if you're tired. No, you can't sleep because you're inconsolable. Okay, yeah. so. No, it gets better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're gonna hear things like that from everyone. You know, it gets better. Like you're getting a lot of sleep. I, I'm sure you get asked that anytime. Yeah. I asked you as soon sleep. as I saw yeah. you. I was like, "How are you guys sleeping?" Yeah, yeah, because you know. I, I know, and we're you kind know of the struggle. Yeah, I I know, and we kind of like as someone who's gone through it. I'm also kind of like, yeah, it sucks, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you and I are, um, you know, uh, I'm in the past um well in the past the one episode that we've had jamie was on and, and yeah. we enjoyed a line in kugel uh, tonight we we opted for uh cold brew coffee it's fantastic and it's good right it's so good so yeah. you know um, i don't even know where you got this uh deanna said i think giant giant yep just the grocery store i just i want i'm i love coffee i drink probably uh you know those um the mr coffees yeah i drink that that's oh, my really? coffee. The, yeah. Like the entire thing? Yeah, it's like 12 cups, 10 Jesus. cups. I don't even know. Oh, my God. So you just like don't operate like you, you on, on any sleep or it's, anything. It's just all coffee. It's, it's all, all coffee. Caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Without coffee, I'm just so miserable. <laughs> I'm just, I coffee has become things. my friend, um, has really become my friend lately. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, coffee's great. It's, you know, they should put coffee in parenting like bags. Oh, you know, the yes. hospital, they should just give you coffee when you yeah. get out. It's like, this is really what you're going to need. Oh, I, I got to ask. So when you guys left the hospital uh -huh. the first day, how did it feel like leaving, like driving away? Were you kind of, like, because from my personal experience, when we left the hospital, and I think I mentioned this to you in one way or another, uh, I felt like, oh my God, they let us go. What do we do now? <laughs> me and Melissa looked yeah. at each other. I was like, what are we supposed to do? Like, I can get by the next, let's drive home carefully. Uh-huh. Now he's in the crib. What do we do? You know, it was so funny. We almost had the exact opposite of that. Oh, really? So so here's, it was a rainy, rainy day when we brought oh. Aria home. And, uh, you know, we're out in Fairfax Hospital driving home in the rain. You know, everybody everybody kept telling me, like, dude, that drive home is going to be stressful as hell. I'll tell you, in like your know, white knuckle it. I drove like I normally did. I had lithium <laughs> blasting on XM and she was listening to like Green Day and like other nice. stuff in the back. And we get home and she was just passed out for like, because she was just exhausted, I think, from the process <laughs> of leaving the hospital and, and me and Deanna were just, I, the, the biggest problem that we didn't really know how to deal with was that first night of uh, like, just like, how do we get this kid to stop? Because like, oh. she's just crying and crying. Because before the night. nurses would take them away. Yeah, well, it was nice. You know, I think we talked about it on uh, a couple episodes ago. You, we, there was a um, that the nurse was very nice and, and yeah. said, "Hey, you guys are tired. I will take the baby to the nursery and bring her in when she needs to eat." Um, that was great because then we got to sleep. Uh -huh. No, like now, now we're playing the part of the nurse and like you know being the parent and trying to figure out like. Yeah everything so that that was an adventure we're, we're now down we got the cadence we're good for now until she switches it up oh yeah so that's the other thing um as soon as you get comfortable in your rhythm whatever uh -huh. rhythm it is is when she's going to sense that as yeah. a baby and switch it. <laughs> <laughs> great awesome immediately as soon as you're like i think we got this something triggers inside their brain they're like keep them on their toes they're like bing it's like a survival really? technique that's so, so that funny. you never get too into it like, as soon as you guys feel comfortable, you'll notice that she's like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and sleep during the day. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's the kind of how she was. We've actually been trying to kind of get her to not sleep during the day by, you know, kind of holding her, bouncing around yeah. a little bit and like kind of having fun with her and doing tummy time is a really great way. Cause she gets really pissed during tummy time. <laughs> um, so doing a lot of that, it's been, that, that's been good. And it causes her to then sleep a little bit better during the night. So I'm hoping that we can just kind of keep that going as long as possible. Yeah. And when things change, just roll with the punches, you know, don't yeah. fight the tide, just go with it. That's fair. Yeah. It, it's so much easier and it's not all, you know, what is it? Um, it's not all rainbows. You know, there's going to be some crappy times mm. as a parent. And you just, just deal with it. Shouting all the time, that's not magical. That, that kind of <laughs> sucks. So just accept that there, there are those moments. And in between, there are going to be sprinkled little point, points where she's going to stare at you and, like, like fart and grin at the same time. Yeah, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, it was totally worth yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, or, or where she, she gets the hiccups and it's just the most adorable thing ever. Yeah. And then it becomes really old and it gets kind of annoying. But um, <laughs> it's still adorable. I, I sometimes just stand there and just like stare at her because it's just cool. It's, it's cool. So it's like, cool. oh my God, I made this thing. It's really cool. Yeah, if you step back and take a look at it like that, yeah. it's it's such a great way yeah. to look at it. It's it's cool. Well, dude, I really appreciate you hopping on the show here. Yeah, man. This is fun. great. And we, um, uh, you know, I we usually cheers after the show. We have a couple empty, yep. glasses, empty glasses of cold, of cold brew. <laughs> but uh, we're going to go get refills. We, we'll go get a refill. Heck upstairs. yeah. This um, looks fantastic. Yeah. I highly recommend iced coffee at night. Yes, iced coffee at night. Or day. Cold brew. Oh, no, really all the time. Yes, it's good. Um, so until next time, uh, this has been the Dad Chronicle. Again, Omar is with Escape from Herndon. If you're here in the D.C. area, definitely check it out. Um, what's your all's website where they can find you guys? Uh, it's escaperoomherndon.com. Awesome. Well, thanks again for being on. Uh, cool. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, man. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.